your name everyone well i thought i was included in that but i guess you you would be included in that too you would have said hi as well because you're part of everyone as well oh but i've never been part of a collective before well you you just signed up my friend i just did wow feel like i've just been drafted yeah I mean, uh, you've been approved. You've, uh, we just need the papers, the paperwork. The papers, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. mean there's papers? Yeah, I have, I don't, I, I have some Rizzlers. Yeah. I can go for some Rizzlers. Okay, good. I can go for some Rizzlers. <laughs> nice. Um, you joining, you joining the show, Michael? Is this, is this the show? This is the show. Okay. I like, I, so far, uh, it's a good show. I Thank think. you. Yeah. I work hard to cultivate a comfortable atmosphere. It is comfortable. It's a nice temperature. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the plants and things like that. Did you, you didn't, you didn't bring those though? I did not bring those plants. Okay. You know, last week, you know, Jim over there. Mm. Jim Reaper, that's my producer, Jim Reaper. Jim. He read half of Harvey, the Harvey Weinstein biography. Oh, okay. He only read up to the part that said he hid behind pot plants. So the first half. Yeah, so he hid behind a pot plant. He finally finished the rest of the sentence. Mm. And he decided he does not want to be associated with that. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't read it. But uh, I've heard a lot of bad things. Yeah. Just in general about the guy. Not a great guy. No. Not no. a great guy. No. Uh, yeah, on the low, on the pretty low on the list of uh, good guys. Very low on the list. You know, he named a film studio after his mom's name and his dad's name. Miriam Max. Miriam and Max. Miramax. Right. What a is psycho. It, is that is that what that is? Mir, Miramax. I think that they 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 are they still around? Miramax? Uh, I, I, every time I think they're not around, they make another movie, so I don't know, man. Well, I look forward to what they do next. I'm sure it's going to be something special. Scary it, Movie 6. Good. I mean, it's going to have to be something special, you know. It's a Scary Movie 6. 
Sick. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anna Ferris is back, baby. That's perfect. She uh, she was great. We love Anna. Uh, today's guest is Michael Houston Bauer. Let's give it up for Michael Houston Bauer. I'm just leaving a little silence there for the the home audience, right? To a, to applaud, stand, and, uh, clap, <laughs> stand and deliver. Mm. And that you've taught the comedy world so much, huh? Well, they've they're good uh, listeners, the comedy world. And they're a good audience, and they're good students. Well, not everyone is so easy to get through. And you, you go on stage and you say, "How do I get through to this audience?" Mm-hmm. But you get there, man. You get there. Yeah, well, it it is um, there is a barrier always. There's a, it's like a castle that you need to breach, the moat, mm. and um, and there's alligators in the moat. And you need to, and then you need to, they have their own boundaries and you need to breach their boundaries as well. And uh, it's a long process, but eventually people start start laughing so much. That's how I've always described comedy. Mm. It's like stepping over a moat. Mm. Yeah. It's meant to prevent you from stepping over, but you have to step over. Yeah, it's like one of those, it's a rule that is meant to be broken, is the moat. Yes. And rule is the name of the moat in Melbourne comedy. I agree. What's the, the oh, it's the drawbridge. That's the thing that you walk over. I was yeah. getting confused for it. So there's a moat around mm. splitting. Mm. <laughs> and it's guarded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a security guard. Yeah, Carl Chandler. Yeah. And he says, if you don't go jet skiing with me on this moat, you ain't getting the gig, buddy. Yeah, we all have to go jet skiing the whole time with Carl Chandler. It's pretty exhausting. I It's fun at first, but when you do it that much and with Carl Chandler, it's, it's a lot. It's taken a lot of years off my life, I feel like. We've all aged terribly. Mm. Can you guess how old I am? Uh, well, you're wearing a big hat. Mm-hmm. So, and what age group wears a big hat? Probably uh, Generation Z. Hmm, not quite. What about gen- Generation... What are the other ones? Uh, the Boomers. B. Is that B? Generation B? I don't think it's Generation B. I think I just call them the baby boomers. Right. Are you uh, a baby boomer? Then there's the greatest generation. Right. And then there's the silent generation. Mm. Yeah. The silent generation, they didn't have podcasts. No, they, and you wouldn't have heard them if, you, if they did. <laughs> no, you would not. No, you would have not. And then there's, God, what am I again? Uh, the point is, is that I'm the greatest generation. Oh, okay, cool. What was the, which one was the first generation? The first generation? Well, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ. So just the Jesus generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's pretty good to have your own generation, like just named after you. And I guess, was that only 10 years, that generation? Mm. Is a generation 10 years? Or is that just a decade? I think a generation is longer than a decade. Yeah. Maybe 12 years. 12 at least. Okay. I think minimum it has to be 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Jesus. Well, there was a time before Jesus and there was a time after Jesus. Yeah, and there will be a time before Jesus again. And that's now. That is now. And uh, who knows what's going to happen next. How are you enjoying this show so far? Sorry, I need to hydrate. Otherwise, oh, it's um, okay. It's okay. Otherwise, I get my body gets dry. The whole body. Yeah, it starts. Uh, I never, I never let it get too dry. But if, if, if hydrating is just making yourself less dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it makes your mouth wet. Mm. What if your mouth is dry, but your body is soaking wet? Yeah. Like your, your, your tongue is out and the sun is shining on it, but you're in a swimming pool. Have you ever been in a swimming pool? It's been a minute since I was in a swimming pool. Um, but I was in the ocean recently. So that's kind of like the biggest swimming pool there is. It's kind of like the world swimming pool. Yeah. Before the swimming, before we had our own swimming pools, we would have to just go to a, a body of water and swim in that. And the ocean is undeniably a body of water. It's a huge body. Yeah. It's, and what a body. It's what a body. <laughs> if I can objectify any kind of body, it will be the body of water. That is... Uh, all the oceans of the world. And that's the one type of body you can motorboat. That is incredible. <laughs> I had never thought of that. I guess that's why they, they've already done, they, the person who made that freight, that term had already done this groundwork. Well, he thought, they thought, well, they thought of it. Hmm. So we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been in a swimming pool, Ross? You know how long it's been since I've been inside a swimming pool? No. You don't know how long it's been since I've been inside a swimming pool? So damn long. That's a shame. Do you like them? I I think I do. Right. It's, it's been, been too long. It's been so long I've forgotten my opinions. Yeah. It, it that happens. When you don't do something for long enough, you f- you completely forget whether you like it or not. It's happened to me before. I went to a music festival and I hadn't been to one in about 10 years and I completely forgotten that I didn't like them. That's how music festivals get you. Yeah, they, they, they're like, oh, we've changed. We're good now. And uh, it's not true. Frankly, just it was a it was a huge mistake. It's a mistake. Name and shame. What was the festival? Oh, I'm not gonna be Name that guy. Be, be the, be I that can't guy. be that guy, Ross. 
I'm just going to say it was New Year's Eve and it was in Perth. Okay. <laughs> well, that doesn't narrow it down. Oh. I think it probably does. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not going to. I'm just going to have that open now. Just leave it open. I'll leave it open. Otherwise, I'll be moving it around and, you know, twisting it and untwisting it. And maybe I'll just put it over here. Out of my view. There's a gun here. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sorry to be a bother. Mm-hmm. But are you enjoying yourself? I am. Okay. Well, are, are you? I I am. But sometimes I don't know if I'm reading <laughs> that my guest is enjoying the experience or not. Uh-huh. And my producer over there, Jim Reaper, he's been ever since he's gotten on board, he's really cracked the whip. And he's been going back and listening to old episodes, and he's really mm. <laughs> riding my buttocks, so to speak. He, does he like the older ones better, or...? Well, he thinks the older ones are trash. Oh, okay. Can you get a read on what he thinks this one is, how this one is going like? Well, uh, he wants to make things different. Oh, okay. And this concerns the gun. Right. He thinks this podcast is, for me, is too low pressure. Mm-hmm. And that pressure makes diamonds. Yes. And he thinks that if the guest is constantly armed with a gun, mm-hmm. aiming it at me, mm-hmm. it would make me nervous enough to be a better host. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if you want to take... Wanna, do you want to try that out? Yeah, if you want to take that gun and just point <laughs> it at me throughout this whole time. That's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, I do not know where Jim got that from. Where should I aim it? Just headshot? Yeah, maybe just a headshot. It really puts my brain under the pressure. Mm-hmm. What if I had it just under the table? Sort of like covertly. Or would you like it up here? I think I have to see it. Yeah, that's... Because if it's under sense. the table, I might forget. Yeah. And also, nobody could see it. I don't think I could even see it. How does that make you feel, Michael? Well, I feel like maybe just like the music festivals, I'd forget whether or not I liked it. Have you had a gun before? A rifle? Have I held one or had one? Uh, both. Well, I've, I'm holding one right now, but I have held guns a couple of times. Once when I was a very small... Probably too small to hold a big gun. Uh, shot some cans. Probably didn't even hit the cans. It was at a farm. Um, and then, yeah, you know, like you go to the gun shows. You go to the gun shows? I've seen you there. I've hung around the gun shows. Right. They don't let you in anymore. They don't let me in. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that they don't leave you in anymore. Right. I don't know. I mean, I keep asking why they won't let me in and they will not give me an answer. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have footage. They could show you. <laughs> okay, oh. show me the footage. Yeah. Show me the footage, gung show. Well, exactly. I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's one of those things where the security cameras 
like after 48 hours they they get wiped but sure i walked around the gun show shooting everything i can scared all the patrons scared all the you know the the people at the stalls Mm. there were a lot of kids there but they uh it's weird that they let kids in the in the gun show yeah, why, why were there kids at the gun show? I think that's on them, really. Indoctrinate the kids when they're young? Come yeah. on now. They had a little, um, you know, daycare center. But, um, yeah, I mean, I... I you, were, you were kind of doing, like, the thing that all gun owners and gun enthusiasts sort of uh, dream of, I suppose. Exactly. They should have held me as a hero. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was, I mean, it was seen as kind of an act of terrorism, but, like, I think it was just sort of ahead of its time, you know? Like, you, you, looking back on it, you could kind of see it with a, with a new light, and it was actually quite hopeful and quite uh, inspiring. Yeah, I shot up the Australian flag. <laughs> That was just my statement on colonialism. And what a statement. It's powerful. I think, um, yeah, you did shoot a lot of flags, um, mostly just flags, really. Yeah, the Australian flag, the American flag, the UK flag. Yeah, the gun flag. The gun, yeah, the, just the crude drawing of a gun on it. Yeah, and that was a confusing one because it was, I guess it was meta because it was like I'm shooting a gun at a gun. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, isn't that what they're always expecting you to do? And the only person that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Mm-hmm. And they want me to do to shoot the shoot the bad gun, right? With yeah, my yeah, good yeah. gun. No, I get it. I think I, I do get it. But I don't know. I'm not into guns anymore. Right. I'm a changed man now. So how does the gun, does this gun, how does it make you feel now? Well, I feel like it's made me a little bit better as a host. Uh-huh. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Jim isn't so sure. Can tell he's a bit sort of. Uh, he does seem to be doing a uh, uh, kind of an uh, doing some kind of a. Uh, is that yeah? He's not very. Lo- he's not not a big talker. He's not. He's very good at his job though. I feel like he probably. You know. Behind closed doors, or when the ca- when the cameras are off and the micros- microphones are off, he's all yapping away. But he's very camera shy mm-hmm. and microphone shy. Mm-hmm. But he's very good at his job. I th- I think the circus wouldn't take you, so you became a stand-up. Um, it's on your wiki. That's it's not quite correct, but that's Is this. A pr- I think emotionally, that's Who's true. That? Yes. Emotionally, I don't yeah, know what this that's is. That's something that What's going on? Um, I Jim? focus on in my comedy is emotional truth rather than like literal 
Truth. Is this another so, episode of the show? Okay, so Jim was trying to show an example of me being a bad host. Uh, okay. Should I listen to that? I guess. Jim, do you want to play that again? Maybe maybe I can no, listen. Something might not be literally true that I say on stage, but emotionally it's true. The essence of it, you know? Are you like that crying clown in that unreleased Jerry Lewis film? <laughs> which one? The crying clown. In which film? The day the, cr- the clown cried. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Well, no one has. No one has. It's been unreleased. Right. Okay. Well, uh, then I'm not sure if I'm like that clown or not. It sounds like you are. I mean. Have you seen it? I, I think seen. this is good hosting right there. I think I'll it's great. I'll have your word for it. I haven't seen I it. Mean, I mean, I'm intrigued about this unreleased film. Um, and it's, it sounds like uh, it probably had. Who was that? Uh, Jerry Lewis. Right. Okay. That was Jerry Lewis this, on this podcast? This podcast has been on for a very long time. In fact, he didn't even know about his own unreleased clown holocaust film. Wow. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the memory really does fade. He sure remembers his opinion on women and whether or not they're funny, but he doesn't remember about his <laughs> clown holocaust film. Huh. That's, uh, that is shocking. Um, you'd think you would remember the Clown Holocaust film. That was unreleased. Mm. How did you get a hold of it? Uh, well, so <laughs> it's in Congress. You had a, oh, okay. So some prints of it is in Congress. Mm-hmm. And you did a, um, what's that, uh, Freedom of Information Act kind of thing. Yeah. I'm like, I invoked the Patriot Act, <laughs> mm-hmm. said, I have to see this because if the terrorists come in, this will be the first thing they still, trust me. Yeah, it's important. It's important to uh, have access to all art, no matter how wrong and awful it is. Yeah, it's in the Congress, but actually it's it was stipulated by Mr. Lewis himself that it can be released in the, to the public uh-huh. on Ju- June 2024. Oh, wow. That's coming up soon. Yeah, it's coming up. OK, yeah, so it, it can, but it will. It uh, can be, but whether or not Congress is going to be like a. Yeah. Are they going to cool? Dude? Are they going to like air it at Congress? They might. Just, yeah, open up their own theatre. Maybe have some, you know, fancy popcorn. And then hardcore Jerry Lewis fans, they're going to storm the Capitol. Wow. And stop this film from being played. Were there a lot of Jerry Lewis fans at the storming of the Capitol? (laughs) You kidding me? You kidding me? You see Jerry Lewis in those films... He's a wacky guy. What's a Jerry Lewis film? <laughs> the Bus Boy. Okay. The Nutty Professor, the original. Oh, wow. That was a remake? It was a remake. What about The Clumps? <laughs> that was also a remake. <laughs> Jerry Lewis played all of the characters. Jesus. I had no idea. I got to I've got some homework to do. Played an overweight woman. I feel like an idiot. I should have done my 
Jerry Lewis before coming on the show. That is the thing. And that's the thing that Jim is telling me. Mm-hmm. I constantly bring up these obscure topics that guests could, could not possibly wrap their head around. Right. And it distances them. You feel distanced? I feel closer to you than I ever have. Thank you. Thank you. You see that, Jim? Yeah. You see that? Jim is, he's lost it. He's lost touch. With the common people? Mm. Only walk into that exact same pole. And then again. And then again. Because they're idiots. Okay. And what are like some names of people that you like? Uh Jackie Microphone. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, Jackie Microphone. I enjoy a very famous Jackie Microphone bit. I enjoy the comedy of mm-hmm. Jackie okay, Microphone. Cool. Mm. You ever heard of Jackie Microphone? Uh, no. What's okay, Jackie uh, Microphone's... Hats Thompson. Uh-huh. Hmm? Jackie Microphone's uh, big catchphrase. <laughs> he, would do, he would do a joke and then say, like... What was like? Is this microphone on? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this microphone on? And he'd, like... Yeah, he'd have a lot of different microphones. <laughs> you have... <laughs> So he would have two microphones in each hand. Yeah. And then, like, he'll be holding two other microphones for mm-hmm. his, like, you know, his armpits. Yeah, he'd have a backpack of microphones sometimes. And he would legitimately be asking, uh, towards the end, he was legitimately asking, is this microphone on? Because <laughs> no one laughed. Yeah, nobody was laughing. And, and also, I think a lot of them weren't on it or, or plugged in. No. Because I don't think they, they were set up for that many microphones well the thing is the venues often would have their own microphones but he was very uh you know very adamant adamant yes adamant 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 he was very adamant about bringing in his own microphones (laughs) and yeah i think adamant was too Mm -hmm. he did himself a favor Was Adam Ant the the person who sang that Michael Jackson remake? Uh, that was Alien Ant Farm. Okay, yeah. I knew there was an ant in it. Uh, Adam Ant did a song called Ant Music. Oh, okay. And then Atom Ant is like a cartoon. He's like a superhero ant. Huh. I don't know what his powers was, but... Like a radioactive ant? I guess that was his thing because cool. of the name. Atom Ant. <laughs> he would say, up and atom, atom ant. Wow. And it was strong? It was a strong ant. Strong for an ant. Strong, f- yes. And ants are famously quite strong. Yeah, pretty strong. For a bug or for something that small. Something so microscopic. Yeah, you can't even see it in a microscope, but it's so small. You need like... A micro-microscope. Yeah, you need a microscope uh, underneath that microscope and then and then to see the ant. But this, it was... <clears throat> sorry. Excuse me, Ross. Oh, my God. That was it. I, um... That's all I, good. I cleared, my, I cleared my throat. I should have probably have... No, I've no, no. i had too much water, I think. No, if you want to... And if you want to burp, you can go ahead and burp. All right, I'll keep that in mind. This is a very... This is burp. This is a burp zone here on. I, I did have a Mentos and 
they they can make anybody burp. And it's, it messes up your reflux. Mm. There's actually a lot of uh, air in a Mentos. Especially Mentos air flavor. Yeah. The flavor of air. It's un- I mean, it's, it's subtle, uh, but it's there. Some air is tastier than others. That's what people don't say. That is what people don't say. They don't say that. <laughs> you know, air is a versatile mm. thing. People think all air is just one thing, but it's actually multiples of things. Yeah, there's all sorts of different things in it, including gases and, like, hydrogen and etc. Sorry, I was getting bad reflux. Oh, reflux. Some bad air. (sighs) Oh, That's, That's bad air. That's inside air. Inside your body. <laughs> Jim's saying to me right now that I need to ask more questions about comedy and how you got started in comedy. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've talked too much. You haven't talked enough. That's okay, Jim's. That's, talk that's I'll Jim's. start talking more. Um, wait, what's happening? Uh, Jim says asking you about comedy, so I guess I'll ask you about comedy. Okay. What would you like to ask? Uh Michael. Hi. How? Hmm. Oh, God. I've forgotten how this goes. How do did you get your start? My start? In comedy. Uh, I feel like this is maybe my start. I've seen, you do, I've seen you do comedy before, though. Right. I guess so. Yeah, on stages. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I have. That's true. In bathrooms. I have done. I do. It's, it's, but when does it start? You know, that's, that's it. Is it, is it just a, a gradual thing that, you know, doesn't have a defined beginning? Uh, or is there one specific time where you go, now I am doing comedy? I don't know. Where um, was the first time the, uh, that you've gone on stage okay. to do comedy? Well, it would have been in uh, uh, my when I was 18. Uh-huh. No, 19. My sister's okay. 21st birthday. And uh, I had two glasses of champagne, one in each hand. And... And I crushed, and then I didn't do comedy again for about ten years. Okay, <laughs> but you got you had those champagne glasses, and you said, "Is this champagne glass on?" Yeah, yeah. I was I was very Im- influenced by um, Frankie microphone. <laughs> Come on, man, it's Jackie. Jackie. Jackie yeah. microphone. Well, I I mean, yeah, Jackie and Frankie. Jackie and Frankie microphone. There were. The Laurel and Hardy of their days, but, you know, Frankie wanted to do Frankie, dramatic work. and Yeah, Frankie kind of was only there for, like, like maybe two months. But that was the two months that I was doing that. Oh, yeah, well. I remember their bit where Frankie would always be like, this microphone is on, and then give 
Jackie the actual working microphone. But without Frankie there, Jackie had to overhaul the whole bit. Yeah. I, um... Sorry, I blanked out for a second. <laughs> Come on, you know Hats Thompson. No. I see you... Andrew Bortel. Do you, you know a Hats Thompson? Hats Thompson. Uh, is it a is it a booker? Oh, we all know Hats Thompson. Hats Thompson was on Comedy Republic just a couple of nights ago. Oh wow! Hats in Thompson. The, in... Uh, the main room? Uh, the bar show. Okay, sure. How'd it go? Hats Thompson wears hat on her head, hat on her hand, mm. hands. hands, hat on her hand, hats on her feet. Mm-hmm. Just hats everywhere. Very hat-centric. Now her whole bit was saying to the mi- into the microphone, are these hats on? Wow. Okay, so, yeah, quite... Similar to Jackie microphone, but with a little twist. I think, I mean, parallel thinking. Yeah. Haven't we all seen a lot of comedians do their bit on dating apps or mm-hmm. what's like being with the family over the holidays? Yeah, a lot of so- comedians doing comedy on dating apps. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, Kind of an untapped market. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done comedy on a dating app, but I'll send messages to people and say, uh, <laughs> my opener. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a wonderful You're, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool to do, you know how they had Zoom shows? I guess they maybe still do. But yeah, have some hinge shows. You haven't lived until you've done a Bumble show, Michael. Yeah. Man. And then um, and then you make some romantic friends. Well, a lot of them unmatch you very quickly. Yeah, no, that's probably true. Um, but hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta get yourself out there. Yeah, no, get your comedy out there. Yeah. One of those people you match with might be a booker. That's true. Might be a producer. Could be a Netflix uh, <laughs> could, executive. Could be Mister Netflix himself. Yeah, could, Ted Sarandos. You could could match with Ted Sarandos. Can you imagine? I bet he's. I mean, I bet he's on Hinge. Oh no, he's on Raya. Oh, you think Ted's a Raya boy? He's got to be. Um, yeah. I think, but yeah, I, I would, I would, it would be, it would be great to just do some bits in a, in a dating app with Ted Sarandos. I would like that. Eh, that's how Dave Chappelle got the gig. Mm. Wow. I would love to see those, that back, the, those back and forth. And well, also the, the hinge prompts and responses. Well, Dave Chappelle opened with, you better not be a trans person. And then Ted responded with a laugh react. And then next thing you know, Dave's on Netflix. Wow. Match made in heaven. What, what, else, can you, what else can you wish for? I don't know. Have you ever wished upon a star? Hmm. You should wish to be a star. Yeah, I wish upon. 
Boom. Boom. That would be nice. Boom. If a star could make... Stars are star makers, right? Exactly. Orion's belt. Mm. Is that a... Those are, yeah, that's a bunch of stars. Orion pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah, Orion's hat, Orion's shoes, Orion's chinos. I have to say, I've really felt myself slipping as a host since you, t- you know, All right, stop yeah. pointing that gun at me. I feel like I've lost my uh, place as well. This is probably better. Come on. Come on. Damn reflux. News radio. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. You know who it is now? Pardon me? You know who that is now? Um, I remember news radio, yeah. Um, Do you remember, remember news him? radio? I remember news radio. Um, didn't that have Joe Rogan in it? Yeah, it had Joe <laughs> Rogan in it. <laughs> and, uh, oh, come God. On, come on. Uh, a good bunch of people. I had a bunch of yeah. people in it. I had a bunch of people. Had um, uh, what's the guy Ari from, um, the Entourage television show? I don't know if it had Jeremy Piven in it. It didn't. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Well, it had another guy. Dave Foley. Piven. Piven like. Maybe. I don't know if maybe, Dave Foley is Piven-like. Maybe Joe Rogan was Piven-like back then. He kind of was. They were both balding. Yeah, I guess that's it. But who was more honest with themselves about it? Yeah. And, and that's still, why he's the number one he's, podcaster. He's still so honest about everything. And that's how you make a good podcast, is being honest. That is. And I've been honest the whole time. I, mean, I don't see what... You know, Jim is hearing about me being a bad host. I think Jim is dishonest. Jim is... is Jim has fear. Well, what is producer Latin for? Liar. Ah. Producer. The produce... Yeah, they produce lies. Mm Mm-hmm. I never learned Latin. Did you you do Latin? I... Don't even know if that is Latin. Hmm. But if it is, I learnt it. Yeah. Well, that makes two of us. Uh yeah, Latin's every every seems seemingly every word is Latin. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Latin's Latin. Yeah. Word is Latin. Mm-hmm. Is is. That's Latin. Uh-huh. That's Latin. Yeah, that is Latin. Yeah. Is. That be Latin. Mm-hmm. That be Latin in. That's, yeah. <laughs> they can't spell lactating without Latin. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. There's no lack of Latin. That's for sure. That's what we're learning. Think about that. Think of... <laughs> Think about what? The lactating thing? Yes, Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> Lactates all the time, but no one says a dang thing. Uh, is that another Jerry Lewis thing? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Um, how many episodes of this podcast ha- has there been? Ugh. Jim? This is the 165th. 
165th. Yeah. That's a special episode. It is. It's a milestone. Yeah. We should celebrate. I don't feel like I'm worthy of being on the 165. Sounds like he's dealing with the comedy of family. That's just what you sound like right now. Ah. Uh, wait. That? What you said? <laughs> you said you don't know if you deserve to be on this milestone. Right. It sounds like you're dealing with the comedy of family. Do I even deserve to be in this family? Okay. This podcast family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do, Michael. Uh, well, you, uh, you do. So this is like a Christmas dinner. It is a bit like a Christmas dinner. Hmm. In that what we're saying has no flow to it. Uh, <laughs> maybe so. Um, I mean, maybe we need food for that. Maybe we do. I'm looking at that gun right now. Mm-hmm. You better not be thinking what I'm thinking you're thinking. Um, well, what would you do if I was? I would have to, like, hide underneath the table or something. Mm. Not a turkey for you to hunt. I mean, maybe we could have it for dinner. You're going to have me for dinner. You can have some. I don't want any. Have you already eaten? I've already eaten. I don't want to eat myself. Okay. Hmm. Don't hunt me like a dang turkey. Well, I don't... I. I don't think I need to hunt you. It's more just the, you know, this is this was your idea. Well, it was Jim's idea. But. It, yeah, you're you're right. You should blame the victim. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll just keep, I'll keep my finger on the trigger, and then you know, whatever happens, happens. Is this the motivation I need to be a good podcast host? Worry that the guest is going to shoot, kill me, and serve me up as Christmas turkey? I mean, whatever works. What's worked in the past? Mm, I don't know. Well, one episode I tried cattle prodding myself. Okay. To keep me awake. Where'd you get a cattle prod? Oh, at the, you know, the Dockland Studios where they filmed a project. Hmm. You took one of theirs? Yes. Right. I actually worked warm up for the project for a long while. Okay. And, and warm up is like more of a zap up. Is that kind of the thing? Yeah. Well, hey, you, you zap someone with a cattle prod, they get warm. That's true. They get warm from the inside out. Hmm. Like a microwave. Yeah. But you know, the cheap seats, they have that working dog money. So they send that whole studio into the middle of the sun. Right. And that's how they get that do warm up. They warm up, they warm up the crowd by setting them ablaze in the center of the sun. Yeah, well, they, you know, they tie them all to a rocket and fire it into the sun. Yeah. It probably doesn't even make it to the center of the sun. Probably oh, just... it makes it into the center of the sun. Oh, cool. Why do you think they call her Bracewell? Uh, she has to be well braced when she's going into the middle of the sun. That's true. She braces for it. 
you gotta yeah you gotta hold on strap in <sighs> did you see that uh that plane with the door flew off that was wild it was cool it was wild what would you have done I would have hucked glued that door back on. Yeah. Can you bring... I guess you could probably bring hot glue on a plane. Why not? Mm. You know? Is that too, um, like, topical to talk about that? No. It's not at all a topical cream. <laughs> hot glue. Hot, is, hot glue is not a topical cream. I mean, it could be a topical... They use super glue for wounds. Good to use hot glue, maybe. Um, I never thought of it like that. I mean, what's cheaper, topical cream or hot glue? Hmm. I guess it depends on, because, like, people will often use topical cream on a burn, but I don't think hot glue is good for that. Yeah, but what if you put the hot glue on your burn? Mm hmm. Could you burn yourself so much that it ends up just going the other way, coming back up around again? Right. Burn yourself cold. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You, I mean, fight fire with fire, they say, you know? Mm-hmm. Fight podcast host with rifle. Exactly. I'm not going to pull the trigger. Okay. Oh, no, don't, don't pull the trigger. I'm not going to do it. Don't pull the trigger. I'm like... I'm just, just toying with it. Don't do it. I mean, we're near the end of the show anyway, so we nearly had the finish line. Mm -hmm. Does this have bullets in it? I think it has rubber bullets. Um, you know the single from 10cc? Okay. That's another reference. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. I speak in references. That's fine. Um, I mean, 10CC, what do they do? Uh, Dreadlock Holiday. That's right. The cricket song. Yeah, I don't like cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cricket reggae. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a cool... Just a bunch of white boys doing reggae. Little smash together of different things. Cricket and reggae. Cricket and reggae. What are they going to think of next? I don't know what they're going to think of next. They did I'm Not In Love. Mm -hmm. They did Rubber Bullets. <laughs> oh, God. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Ah. Oh. Oh, that was not a rubber bullet at all. Ah. Oh. Ah. 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 Oh, that, that's a real bullet. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh. I, that w I didn't. I. Oh. Oh, lordy, lord, lord. I think it uh, got jammed or the opposite of jammed. It got the opposite of jammed. It, it, oh, God. It unjammed. Oh, God. I think, it, I think I unjammed it with my hand. It, it, you definitely did. It definitely came out. Oh, God. Is there somebody here? Jim. Jim is no medical, <laughs> no medical history. No medical history at all. <laughs> no, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know CPR. Uh, is there any hot glue? Jim, get the hot glue. 
Jim's gonna get I mean, the hot, Jim's gonna get the hot glue. Okay. Uh, Michael, do you have anything to plug? Uh, sure. Um, hmm. Maybe just uh, you know listen to this podcast again, and mm-hmm. um, like I'm on Instagram and Twitter X and all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. stuff. So. Maybe if you Google me, you'd find it, but... <laughs> Just Google Michael Houston Bauer. You'll find them. You doing any of the festivals, Michael? Um, yeah, I'm going to another music festival, I think. <sighs> I mean, like, you know, the comedy festival. Are you doing, like, are you performing? Uh, surely. You... Okay. All right. Keep, uh, <laughs> we'll keep in touch. I'm performing at the Adelaide Fringe. Oh, nice. And uh, Melbourne's National Comedy Festival with my new show. <gasps> Afterbirth from a Hellmouth. Sounds cool. Don't count me inhaling and exhaling in my breath. That's not the title. It's just Afterbirth from a Hellmouth. Right. Go look up Ross Ferry Destroys Comedy Online and all the info would be there. Uh... Anti-comedy is back. Thanks, Ross. It's back. <laughs> Nighthawks Bar, February 14th. Are you okay? Pardon me? He's dealing with the comedy of family. What do you mean? The comedy of fa- having a family. Oh, he's living it. Yeah. He's living, the he's living a sitcom. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. <laughs>